With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. If you were to swap these two out, this team would be better off with Kirk Cousins than Baker Mayfield. I think it would be a better situation. Now, look, would I rather have Carr yes. and Matt Ryan than Kirk Cousins? Yes. 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 Yeah. So, you know, if there's a fallback there that, Kirk Cousins is all of a sudden available at a number that makes sense, then maybe you look at it because you think he could give you what you're looking for in certain situations and you have some familiarity with the system and understanding. So maybe that's something that you do. Keyshawn Johnson on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Mac, which you can find mornings on Score North Radio in the Twin Cities, AM 1500. Just uh, giving their national perspective on you know, it's interesting. They just kind of said, "Yeah, Matt Ryan for sure." You know, Matt Ryan has the highest cap hit in the NFL next year. If you're wondering if the uh, Falcons are in a tough spot, just like the Vikings are. But um, let's dive into this, boys. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment Therapy, whatever you need from us. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. They're not going to do it this year, unfortunately. And if you're watching us on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, thank you for getting us over 20,000 subscribers. This is such an amazing community of smart and uh, funny and good-looking Vikings fans, all of you guys. Uh, If you're watching on a TCL TV, even better, because TCL has a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Will Kirk Cousins be the Vikings quarterback next year? That's one of the big questions going into the offseason. He has one year left on his deal. It's a $45 million cap hit as it currently stands, which is one of the highest cap hits in the history of the NFL. It's not meant for him to play on it. It's meant as a fork in the road to either extend him and smooth it out or to trade him to a new team so he can finish out his career. And so a couple days ago on Mackie and Judd, I gave you guys seven potential realistic replacements for Kirk Cousins if the Vikings move on. Mm-hmm. Judd has his own list today here on mm-hmm. Purple Daily. You framed it a little bit differently, so I'll shut up yes, and give the floor to you. Who could replace Kirk Cousins as Vikings quarterback? So I, I don't want to come back with like your list. So I, I went a little bit more. My list was pretty flawed. Outside yeah, the, well, you, you mm-hmm. just have some names that I'm sure fans, if I don't explain this, will say, why is, is, well, why is Peyton Manning on your not list? on your list? Why is 
why is Russell Wilson not Tony on Romo. your list? So, yeah. So I just I framed it up a little bit differently. Probably went outside the box a bit and came up with um, essentially three categories. One is the one-year guy. We'll plug him, him in and then replace him probably almost immediately. The second one is, oh, that's a little more interesting, Judd. I don't know about that one. Ooh, and the know. last one is, and the last one is, um, it would take the big cojones to make the phone call. But if you don't make the call, you can't get the hall, which we've talked about on this show for a long time. So the last couple names, and, and I'm going to work my way up. And I, I'm going to hit one that I think Dex is going to stop us and be like, oh, my God, Judd. Oh, my God. You said that name? Um, it's a Dex-excited name. And it's not Baker. So it's not. It's, it, it's a different one. And it's not Teddy. But you're going to like it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> who could it be? I know it, it's a guy you like, it's a guy that you like, but I'm teasing it right now. So let me start at the bottom of the list. So I'm going to start with names with a couple names that probably make you roll your eyes. And then we're going to get juicier and juicier until we're, until we're dining at Manny's or Murray's on the, um, um, filet mignon. We got the bread coming too, uh, the cheddar biscuits, all the whole thing. All right. Number seven on my list is a guy who would be a one-year stopgap. But you know what? His game sort of fits today's game and it would give you the ability to see him. And right now he is on the roster of the Las Vegas Raiders. And his name is not Carr. His last name is not Carr. Marcus Mariota is a free agent after this year. Okay. He was the number two pick in 2015. But he, he can be had on the cheap. And he doesn't start now. And I'm not a fan. Don't get me wrong. But if you were to do the one-year, let's see here, we're, we're at a place where, where we're eventually and, – and I do think in this, in this conversation, my new GM is looking to draft a quarterback. And okay. before you say, well, the team can't be bad enough, I'm saying this. And, and, and this is something that we don't – even consider because Rick doesn't work in this way. If you identify a quarterback that you want, you trade up to get him. Okay. So I'm not saying, well, you're going to have to win two games or you're not going to get that guy. No, what I'm saying is let's, let's reframe this in our minds and say, if you have a quarterback that you identify and, and he's not the clear cut number one guy, but let's say he's, he's going to go third. San Francisco went up and got Trey Lance. Justin Fields, Chicago, good or good or bad, went up and got him. So I'm so Mariota would not be the well, he's your quarterback for five years. It would be under the, you know what? We're in a period of transition here. We trust you, new GM, to find the right guy. So for one year, we will see what this guy can do. And I think what's gonna happen here is the immediate pushback you're gonna get is what are you doing, guy? Mariota's not better than Kirk Cousins. Why would you? Why would you? Why would you move off of Kirk Cousins right. and downgrade at quarterback? Because I think a lot a lot of people are thinking about the quarterback position as this like linear. It's this guy or this guy, and really it's this guy within the context of the salary cap, within the context of the freedom to move on if you want to, right? And so. What you're saying is, and I don't have Mariota's cap hit in front of me, but like it's a lot less than Kirk Cousins. 
I'm going to go ahead and guess that. He's a free. Is he a free agent? Yeah. It's okay. Nothing. So it would be for next year, right now. Let's say five or ten million. Because if you're going to bring him in to kind of compete for no, a starting job, like let's say it's eight. So you could say in Kirk's, you know, Kirk's a thirty-five million dollars savings. So let's say, would you rather have Kirk, or would you rather have Mariota and an additional twenty-five million dollars in cap space and the flexibility of doing whatever you want at quarterback beyond two thousand twenty-two? Correct. Instead of kicking the can down the road for three more years with Cousins, right? So absolutely, again, is Cousins better than Mariota? Unquestionably. Is the team better off over the next two or three years moving off of that Kirk contract and into something more flexible? Yes. That's the point that you're making with Mar- Marcus Mario here. This would be the equivalent of, of I'm getting a house that has some things that are nice, but the foundational piece is rotted. And so and so what I'm doing is I'm construct I'm getting I'm building the house, the entire house. So, so a year of a potential slappy at quarterback allows me to do exactly what you just said, Phil, which is, but now I've got guards. Now I'm getting guards here. Because if you can write checks, which if Kirk is gone, you can do, and you can bring guys in and say, this is where we practice. It's yeah. brand new. It's great. This is our stadium. It's brand new. It's great. Guys will sign here. Yeah. So, so okay. that's a – so Marcus – Mariota, I think the best way to think of of that one, and keep in mind it's last on my list, is the transitional piece. Yeah, and and uh, you know the the bins that I put out because I also had seven quarterbacks, yeah. and, and I had three, three bins. Three bins. Yep. And bin number one was if you're gonna spend elite money, at least find someone better than Cousins. Yeah. And then bin two was if you're gonna go into tier two, find someone more appropriately priced than Kirk Cousins. And then tier three was get really cheap and really flexible. And build a monster roster around it. So this would kind of fit into the really cheap, really flexible, 100%. build a monster roster category, right? 100%. Number six, I, I believe Phil did have this guy on his list. It does not excite me again, but it would be transitional. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo um, is almost certain to be cut. I believe from what I looked up on Over the Cap yesterday, the Niners will only absorb a – Dead money cap hit for 2022 of 1.4 mil. Um, yes. His cap hit right now with San Fran, if he played with the team in 2022, is 27 million. But he's going to get cut. So again, it's a blank slate, and he's and I'm not going to pay him huge. I'm probably yeah. going to pay him. He'd probably be he'd be probably in the neighborhood. I would say of. Elvish? Well, you could so you, what's going to happen is because it's so it's such a cheap penalty to cut him. Yeah, I, I think they're going to try and trade him, but then other teams are going to be like, well, but like, no, right. So th- there's a chance that a team could say, you know what, we'll sign up for this. We'll give you a sixth round pick just to get the rights to Jimmy Garoppolo so that we can control what happens. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to do it if he's going to play on a 27 million cap hit. So you would get him. Yeah. You'd probably. You'd probably like give him, you know, twenty million in guaranteed money on a two-year contract or something like that, and, and lower it from twenty-seven down to like ten or twelve. Correct. Right? Something correct. Like that. And and again, it's a one-year look-see while I build out around him. So he's not he's not in this case the central piece. It's the people I'm getting in place of where Kirk's uh, salary previously went. Yeah, and so he actually has been better than Cousins at times, but overall I would say Cousins is a better quarterback. But Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo has some, just from reports and stories and stuff, and, you know, he'll, 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 make, 
he'll definitely make devastating uh, bad throws, but there's a leadership quality. He's to got him. more intangible. Yeah. Yes, that just like there's some winning DNA there. And I get yes. that like he played for the Patriots and stuff. Yes. And sometimes it's the circumstance, but there's some winning DNA there that is mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. Bill Belichick would want nothing to, to do with Kirk. Oh, like, he saw something in Garoppolo. But Bill Belichick wanted he, to replace Tom Brady with Jimmy Garoppolo. Right, exactly. So he saw no he saw something. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Number five on my list has a contingency plan attached to it. First one, I think. A contingency plan, you say? What is mm-hmm. that? The contingency plan is this. If you fire Zimmer and bring in Doug Peterson as your coach, a one-year transitional year, of Nick Foles. Wow. A one-year wow. transitional year of Nick Foles. Again, keep in mind here, the goal of this show is to win a Super Bowl, but you, but this team right now is not set to do so. So so what I'm trying to do here is build a team eventually. So Nick Foles is not your quarterback to win a second Super Bowl, which he, he's won one here in 2018. Nick Foles is the transitional piece, again, that you would get on the cheap, to play quarterback for a year while you build out around him. But Nick- isn't it funny how sort of triggering this is for a lot of people that, what are you talking about? You're going to, re- your goal is to win a Super Bowl and you're going to go from yeah. Kirk Cousins to Nick Foles and say, well, Doug Peterson and Nick Foles literally won a Super Bowl yeah. together. So, yes. I mean, it's not and, the first thing I would sign up for, but. Um. No, no. And, and look, it's again attached to uh, Peterson being named right. the head coach. And so one year of, and, and all to be clear, all three of the names I've read so far are contingent upon me trusting my GM to draft a quarterback to take the reins, hopefully as soon as 2023. So all three of those names are not, oh, I think they're the solution. All three are, what do people keep saying? And I'm sure it's accurate. This is a terrible quarterback draft class. The last thing that you want to do is force it. Christian Ponder Again, was forced. And I get, then there are thousands of people right now saying, Oh, yeah, they hate me. You think that Foles, Mariota, and then who was the other one? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo are better than Cousins? Get out of here. You're yep. an idiot, old yep. man. And what I'm saying is, we will turn this car around and go home if you don't sit down and shut up. <laughs> I'm building I am building a championship. Let, here. let the adults in the room let, exactly speculate right. recklessly on who the next exactly quarterback right. of the Vikings you know is going to be. If you want to get an, a, a, a cassette player out with your friends and talk, in, into it and practice everybody's speculation <laughs> i encourage you to do so but don't publish it unless you know exactly what you are doing and we're doing some heavy lifting here on purple daily number four <laughs> number four on my list is probably gentlemen worth a conversation right now because to quote my good friend phil Mackey, hashtag it's happening or it could be number four on my list is another guy that i don't want long-term, and I believe Phil brought this up in a time period where things hadn't moved as far as they appear to by now, but number four is Baker Mayfield. I'm out. And here's where... I can't, I can't do it. Here's where... Oh, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Declan was in. Yeah, you were out. Yeah, okay, I, I was out. Put some respect on my name. I was... On Baker Mayfield. He's so petulant. Sorry, He's so sorry, petulant. He's so... Just, okay. 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 Uh, I understand that, but let me explain, okay? Because this is not to get Baker... Mayfield long-term as the QB here. I don't agree with that. I don't like him personally. He seems like a punk. So, But here's the plan. The plan is there are reports out of Cleveland as of Thursday morning that it looks like Baker and Stefanski are donezo. 
It's over. It didn't work. Um, Stefanski, okay, Stefanski put up with Baker, uh, came to the conclusion that a lot of us have, which is this guy's not that good, and he thinks he probably is. But this is a ideal landing place for Kirk. And I'm not talking about for a third-round pick. I'm not talking about for a second-round pick. I'm talking for a first-round pick or multiple picks. Cleveland is going to be desperate. This year's a disaster there. And so what I'm saying is Baker is due a cap hit in the last year of his rookie contract, keyword being last, or keywords being last year of $19.8 million, okay? So Kirk Cousins in Cleveland makes a ton of sense with Stefanski, with a good offensive line, with a run game. In trying to hit the reset here, mm-hmm. the retool, the Vikings have the ability to maximize the return for Kirk Cousins. So Think of it that way, Phil. This is so interesting because, and, th- and this will be a, another show for another day, but like on the list of teams that you could trade Kirk Cousins to, Cleveland is really high, if not number one. They need a quarterback. He has a relationship with Stefanski. Everything is sort of built in for him to succeed. It's a better offensive line. There's some weapons. There's a, like everything. I don't want Baker Mayfield back in that trade, but they have to trade Mayfield because his cap hits you. like 19. Yeah. They, they don't want to pay 50-plus million dollars for quarterbacks. No way. Right? They can't. So, you know, I would almost want to facilitate a three-way deal of some kind. Cool, we'll give you Kirk, but, like, someone else has to take Baker. I like it. Ben Simmons to the Vikings. Give me Jimmy G 10 times out of 10 as a stopgap guy over Baker Mayfield. Like, Baker yeah. is toxic in a locker room, I think. People think, oh, people, guys rally around him. No, they don't. O- OBJ wanted out. Like, I think I think people look at Baker Mayfield as this immature, okay. petulant. Yeah, I agree. He's always got to show how it's not his fault and how tough he is. Mm-hmm. He's constantly over-projecting. It. It's just, ah, it just, it just can't me. do it, dude. Can't okay, it. okay, okay, okay. Before you say that, let me let me give you the potential trade, okay? And then tell me that you're off for sure, and Dex too. You could draw a big-time equivalent that the blueprint for this trade was just said. The Matthew Stafford trade. Two first-round picks went to the Lions, correct? Yes. Two first-round picks. The second first-round pick was attached to you take Goff. So here's a first-round pick for Stafford, and here's a first-round pick to just take Goff. And then in a year, you can move off or whatever. What I'm right? saying is Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland's desperate. If you want to give me two first-round picks, I will take Baker with no guarantees that he plays a snap in 2022 for my team. I'm fine with that. Although he would be the best. Like, he's better than Mond, and so, like... Yeah. Yeah, I just... I don't think... I I agree with all the points that Baker is immature. I agree, I think he's a phony leader. I agree with that. I just don't think he is as bad as he... Like, what he was in 2021 is not who he really is. He was playing hurt. He He was not as bad as he was. So I can deal with a $19 million cap hit and potentially some immature comments to build out the roster more and just hit, hit a different era of Vikings football. I can get down with that. Yep, and I'm yeah. just saying if they okay. give me two first-round picks and now you're one to Baker and I only have what one year of this petulant punk, I, petulant I might take punk. that. Now you're, okay, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. So now the Vikings have three first-round picks, and, yep. and, and I, the round the, it would be a, a 2022 and a 2023 But, but you'd have another first, first yeah. It, no. it's and then you'd have the ammunition if you did like a quarterback exactly. in 2022 or three no, exactly. you yes up and now you're go okay God, interesting shows incredible and if that Made happens 
If that happens, I think we're all cracking the Surly Furiouses. I think that's what's happening. And if it doesn't, you still are because you know what? You need so, – so your football team, let's call a spade a spade. It's not the best team. It, 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 you love them, but they drive you crazy. But the best part about it is loyal listeners of Purple Daily drink the best beer. I know that they do, and that is from Surly Brewing. And in particular, it's the Zolgadian Surly Furious because it's so good. The best IPA. You know, in football – and in sports, God knows, in this town, we settle, right? Like, we love our teams, but we settle. We yep. But the great thing is, a beer brewed in our own backyard, Surly and Surly Furious in particular, we don't have to settle. We're winners. We're champions. If you don't know what I'm talking about, head to the liquor store, head to that bar, drink responsibly, but you got to try Surly. You know, also, if Kirk did get traded to the Browns, he would finally have that front-line protection that he's been longing for for four years here with the Vikings. It would be like a business owner signing up to work with Federated Insurance. Federated is all about risk management. They've got all kinds of great resources. They've got MyShield. You can find out more about how Federated can help maximize the success of your business and help mitigate risk for your business at federatedinsurance.com. And remember at Federated. It's our business to protect yours. All right, let's keep going on this list here. Okay, number three on my list, um, I believe that Declan Goff is going to be intrigued by. And we haven't mentioned this guy for a long time. And do I think that he's for sure starting material? I don't think so. I don't know. But he plays for the Broncos, and he could be involved. He would be involved in any trade, potentially, that if Kirk Cousins is dealt to George Payton and the Broncos brings this guy back here. Drew Locke, come oh, on yeah. down. Oh, my God. Drew Locke. Okay, but wait, 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 Phil. Phil, again, see, see, this is a crafted <laughs> list. This is, you're saying, oh, Chad, why would you want Drew Locke He's to start? He's so bad. And I'm saying, I don't want him to start, but but you know what I've done? I've crafted a fine line with fine wine list of QB trades here. <laughs> Drew Locke is going into the last year of his rookie deal because i believe that he was a second round pick so there's no there's no uh baker mayfield fifth year option the cap hit for drew lock gentlemen for 2022 2.2 million dollars so drew lock versus kellen mond in training camp and you'd save 32 million dollars and this would be cousins this would be cousins and potentially a first round pick in the top 10 coming back to me and lock thrown in I'm trying to accumulate high draft. So wait, wait, wait. So, so the Vikings I, I would get be locked. getting a lock and a first round pick. Yes. Oh yeah. I'm not doing this straight up. Yeah. Like they, this whole thing that you're, you're going to have to just give Kirk away. It's folly. Oh no, That's not true. Who's going to take that contract? It's actually a very. If you're willing to sign up for three years of Kirk, that yeah. contract is irrelevant. Exactly. Because you'll just roll it into a three year contract. It's redone. Yes. Hundred percent. It, it's redone. To which to which people would say. Well, then why don't you just do that? Because I don't want three more years right. of Kirk. Well, and you think you can fix him. You right. think you can fix him. You right. fix him. We're done trying to fix him. Yeah. Declan? And going back to the draft, too. I mean, look, Albert Breer had and other even I think even Schefter. Like, there was internal conversations. The Vikings were interested in acquiring Drew Locke as a backup. Yes. And even we did an entire Purple Daily episode in the preseason with me leading the charge of, yeah, you know what? He could be a nice backup quarterback I was never implying he could be the starter he's now had to fill in for Teddy the last two games since he got hurt but Drew Locke is exactly that type of guy he's a good backup stopgap option and honestly when he got when he didn't win the job in Denver I thought he handled it perfectly 
he literally was like, I'm still going to work my ass off. I'm going to support Teddy. I'm going to do everything I can to once again be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. I'm in on that. I'm in on you, that. You know what the funny thing is, too, about the, the Broncos? I feel like there's some Vikings fans, like the Kirk Crusader Vikings fans that look over at Denver with their nose held high like, oh, man, at least we don't have Teddy Bridgewater anymore or Drew Locke. We've, at least we've got this gunslinger over here and Kirk Cousins. You know, at least we've got one of the top 12 quarterbacks in the NFL. Yes. Hang the banner. Put the 4,000-yard banner up. Yep. The Broncos are 7-9 and nine right now. The Vikings are also 7-9 yes. seven seven nine nine. right now. And both the Vikings are... were under 500 last year. It's like you don't get an award for having the 11th-ranked quarterback, and they've got the 19th-ranked quarterback. Well, their team is better because yeah. they didn't lock into a ridiculous multi-year guaranteed contract that prevents them from shopping top-shelf free agents. Yep, and if I get – so if I send uh, Cousins to, to Peyton and the Broncos, or Patton and the Broncos, and I get back Locke and a first-round pick, I can still go sign – a QB off the street if I'm like, well, I don't want lock to start. So again, this is all about creating for a year flexibility and much of it under the guise of, I want to find a rookie quarterback as a long-term solution. I'm tired of this. We got to go find one on the, you know, Kirk Cousins didn't get franchised. Now let's go get, get Kirk Cousins. Let's stop that. Um, One and two, I'm going to bundle together as, as, Huge long shots, but in both cases, you're talking about, well, you're talking about a desperate team and a really poorly run team that might be ripe to be taken advantage of. Okay. And Kirk Cousins would immediately, in the markets, solve some problems, or at least one of them. I am talking about... Ben Roethlisberger. (laughs) Pittsburgh, you know what? Pittsburgh is a, is a logical potential <laughs> big uh, spot and bring Big Ben back to just eat burgers and be <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger. What a great guy! What a great human being! He's uh, unbelievable. That crap in Pittsburgh, anyway. Um, San Francisco and the New York Football Jets. So we're going we're going back to San Francisco here. So we're going back to San Francisco, but okay. but in the Garoppolo case, he's getting cut. I think Phil. I think that what you painted is exactly right. Like they can try and trade him. I think teams are going to say, you're going to just release him. Why am I going to give you a draft pick for him? Uh, But the two names that I would call about and inquire about, and this would, and this would require more than Kirk going their way. But if you believed in either of these QBs could solve your problems long-term and the QBs are cheap right now, Trey Lance and Zach Wilson. Oh my God. Trey Lance and Zach Wilson. Wow. Now, hear me oh out quick. No, hear, dude. Hear me out. I feel you. I, I see where you're going. No, this here. is awesome. Hear yeah. me out. Hear me out because I think right now I am older, but I know I don't belong in an institution. No, I am not drinking Surly right now. I will be probably tonight. Um, but in both cases, San Francisco is desperate. Like, And they are, I believe, a good team. But they are faced with Trey Lance. And, I mean, the young man might be great. We don't know. But they are faced with Trey Lance stepping into a team next year with expectations. And with a coach, I don't know if hot seat is correct, but there certainly is a clock starting to tick. Like, Kyle was not like, oh, you just take your eight years, Kyle, and we'll see what happens. The Jets are horribly run. The Jets are desperate. The Jets are coached by a defensive coach. The Jets were one of the teams 
that was very much in, in fact, financially, initially more so than the Vikings, on Kirk Cousins, okay? Zach Wilson is in a pressure cooker. He's a kid from BYU, small-town kid, correct? He is in a pressure cooker in a city where they are sick of both of their teams in football being complete jokes. I make the call, and I say, we will send you Kirk Cousins. We will send you our first-round pick. And Jets, you wanted Kirk Cousins four and years ago. You wanted ago. Kirk Cousins, and by the way, people, but but no, but but you are getting in both cases a quarterback, good or bad, who can step in and hit the ground running. He is a NFL. And look, if you believe there are fixable things, we can get Kirk right. Then Kirk Cousins could be great so, for you. I know you lump these two teams together. I think the I don't think I don't think this is a move for the Jets. I think the Jets like the they're just in like building mode, and they got the new like. They're going to go another year probably with Robert Sala, and I think they're in build mode. I, I put these in different categories. Sure. The Niners are really interesting because we already know that Kyle Shanahan is like very frontally public about his love for Kirk Cousins, and John Lynch has done a couple interviews, and he said, yeah, I mean, like there was a, literally a mourning period for Kyle Shanahan when Kirk Cousins came off the board four years ago in free agency. Right. So we, we know that he wants Kirk Cousins. But and, and I'm pretty sure – they had conversations a year ago about a potential trade, and it just didn't come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan's been in San Francisco for five years. He's had three losing seasons in five years, but they did go to the Super Bowl and had a lead in the second half, and so like that's that's what they're clinging to here. You know, let's say they get wiped out in the first round of the play. I actually think they might win a first round playoff game, but let's say they get wiped out in the first round of the playoffs. He's coaching for his job in 2022. He doesn't just have like a five-year window here anymore. He's been there for five years. It's time to do some damage in 2022. If they are unsure about Trey Lance, if they think, man, he might, he's, he's so raw. He only, he only played like 11 games in college. You could probably get them to bite on that, at least have a conversation. They would pick up the phone, right? Guys, listen, we know that in your dream world, Trey Lance is your franchise quarterback going forward, but you're a little unsure. Right. We can sense it. Right. You know, he hasn't really played that many football games. Let's give you a sure thing that you feel comfortable working with and a guy that's going to fit in well with the way that you want to run your offense. Right. I think they would pick up the phone and entertain the conversation. I don't think the Jets would. I know the Jets are idiots, but I think the Jets are in I think they're, they're desperate enough to try it. I, I agree. I think the Jets are. I think the Jets are desperately desperate enough to try something like that. And they want stupid. stability, they, and Kirk is stability. I would say Zach Zach Wilson makes me nervous too. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I think he might be a bust, a bust but well, it's, hard to, he, it's hard to tell in in that organization. I yeah. think he might be a bust there. I think if if you got the right coaching staff here and the right infrastructure, and mm-hmm. and I mean Vikings fans are demanding, but come on, we ain't we ain't that town. Um, I think Zach would have a far better chance to succeed and dial the, probably the internal pressure down. So I'm just saying, and the Jets, so here's what I'd do if I'm the Vikings and and I subscribe to the idea that the Jets might do something stupid because they're prone to doing stupid things. Ziggy Wilf, last time I checked, has an office in New Jersey. Woody Johnson, who owns the Jets and his family, live out there. Forget the GMs. I make a trip out to Woody's place and I think his kid <laughs> runs the team and I'm like, man Hey, you guys man. we're you know, you know, let's sit down before the GMs get involved and muddy this up with their football, football talk. Let's talk about this <laughs> as a potential solution 
to both our problems. The Jets, by the way, do have top 10 cap space next year. They have $52.5 million in cap space right now. So absorbing the contract would be no problem. And this is all, this is, this is all just hypothetical speculation between friends here. Uh, the Niners, a little bit more strapped. They've got $11 million in cap space, but I think that includes Jimmy Garoppolo's $27 he'd million. He'd flatten it number. out for them, though. He'd, he'd sign yeah. an extension there for sure. You would clear out the Jimmy G contract yeah. to get you up to $38 million in cap space, and then Kirk would, would Kirk adjust take, his number. Would Kirk yeah. also, like, would that be one of the few coaches that Kirk m- might take a little bit less with? Like a, five, he, like a 5%? Because he and haircut. Kyle are so close. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I think with the Vikings, Kirk is not going to take a, a financial haircut. No. Kyle Shanahan might be the one guy that could be like, hey, let's flatten this thing out. I, I don't no, know. Just a no. thought. So, just a wow. Thought. That is uh, that's a, that's reckless a speculation. Smoking a, a pancake after, after that one. Anyway, just a, some different thoughts. So, all right. And, and so where you're going with most of this list is, just to go back to my bins of – and by the way, my list was uh, in the – if you're going to pay top dollar, you might as well get someone better than Cousins. Yes. Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, although Deshaun makes me uncomfortable because of all of these allegations. I don't want to – I just mm-hmm. – I, I want someone that you can at least kind of root for. And I might not I get know, suspended man. for a substantial amount of time. Yeah, I mean, that whole thing is going to come down the pipe at some point. Uh, and then – and so you didn't have anyone in that category. Correct. You're, just kinda, you're I kinda skipped out, in one. Okay. Well, I, I just thought it, it would be the same to do that list. So, so like, I my first bin is guys that could solve your problem on rookie contracts for an extended period of time. My second bin was more appropriately priced second-tier quarterbacks. You did touch on Jimmy G. The one that you didn't was Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. So he has one year left in his contract in Vegas. A ton of uncertainty with that franchise right now. And uh, the Vikings would save around like sixteen million dollars in cap space for this next year by just swapping Cousins for Carr, mm-hmm. and then you could, if you wanted to, you could extend. I mean, Carr has flaws, but Carr's kind of the, kind of the anti Cousins, and that he's great late in games. He rises up in these moments leader, late man. in games. He's a leader. He's fiery. His teammates love him and gravitate toward him. Right? Like he's just the anti Cousins, and then. In my third category, which is where you kind of lived in, in this list, is get really cheap and flexible and just allow right. yourself year-to-year flexibility. I live there. You're correct. Build a monster roster. I built it. I, you know, said that's – well, I think for one year, if you think that you can identify the, a quarterback in the draft, that's the place to live for one year. Yeah. Well, the, but the two guys I had in that category that you did not mention are Tyler Huntley. You'd have to trade for these guys. Trade for Tyler Huntley or trade for Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like where you're going, which is, I guess, I guess you know. I don't mind those names. I don't know if I love giving up, like, like draft picks if you're going to live in this bin, but you're going to get draft picks for Kirk. But I kind of like where you're going, which is, if you can find a way to get draft picks and a cheap quarterback and get flexibility, and again, all of these options, with a few exceptions, are not as good as Kirk Cousins, but that's not the conversation here. It's not about... Right, finding someone linearly that's just better than Cousins, although that bar is lower than a lot of Kirk Crusaders would like to think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a better situation for your roster, more flexibility. Listen, it's not like the Vi- if the Vikings were twelve or thirteen wins right now, this would be a different conversation. They're a seven win team right now, eight win right. team. So, like, let's not protect mediocrity here. Let's deconstruct it and find a way to build this thing up again, right? 
I also think that the Cleveland one, and, and Phil, at the core of the discussion, I agree. Baker Mayfield does nothing for me. That being said, I think this Cleveland discussion is just starting. Mm-hmm. And I think it might become very, I think the alternative. Yeah. Because that Rams-Lions trade is a blueprint trade. Like, Cleveland will start by saying, well, ba- Baker is superior to Goff. But then you have to come back and say, really? You, you, you sure about that? Your coach can't stand him now. Um, and if I could get a first-round pick attached to Baker and a first-round pick for Kirk, boy, I don't think you can dismiss that by just t- saying you don't like Baker Mayfield, do you? No, I. if it's, yes, if Baker doesn't matter in that equation. Then it's just QBA. Like, okay, cool. It's Correct. about the first round picks. That's and that's the Lions. I think the Lions really sat there and thought, oh, we really want Jared Goff. You're like, I mean, if we can resurrect him, great. But it's more about the draft picks. What do you have to say to people? Because there's a lot of people that have discovered Purple Daily or Mackie and Judd for the first time, maybe in the last like three, six, twelve months. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people that might be shocked by the level of reckless speculation on these shows. When we're throwing out all these different quarterback scenarios, the people that say, "What do you guys? What? They're not gonna trade Kirk Cousins? What are you talking about? This is this is this is wacky. How much surly have you had to drink, Sports Dad? What would you tell that segment of the audience? I would say this: there are hundreds, if not thousands, of discussions that happen behind closed doors that would shock you. I I would say we are. I feel like we bring. The reality of what you don't hear to our podcasts, videos, um, most of this stuff never happens. It never does. But it all but gets talked it's about. It's all talked about. It's all talked about. I, I mean, the most candid response that we would probably have gotten, Phil, in the time, uh, both on radio and now this um, incarnation of the show, that we've gotten about this was, I think you asked, um Gerson Gerson. about this and he's like oh we talk about a thousand things we talk about all of this stuff what i'm what i'm saying is i just painted for you um not seven but probably five super reckless like that's not they're not going to call about the, the jets well first of all they probably would second of all the jets probably don't take that call but the baker one seems crazy it makes perfect sense that that discussion would actually take place between Cleveland and the Vikings. Yes. That's what I have to say. Like, I think a lot of this, we, I think a part of the problem is this, um, and it's partially the old guard uh, of people that do what we do. They don't want to talk about things that almost aren't, that aren't going in their mind to happen. Like, I can't tell you how many times in my days at the Strib, I was told, well, that's ridiculous. It's never going to. And and you might say, you know what? You're probably right. But the fun of sports is it might happen. And the thing is, like, if you lined up all of this, you probably take L.A. L.A. might L.A. is such a different, like the Lakers and the splashes that the Dodgers will make, like, take them off the table. If you ranked the top 20 sports markets in the last, like, 25 years or so in terms of splashy free agency moves, offseason trades, et cetera, Minneapolis, St. Paul, with Twins and with yeah. Timberwolves and Vikings, stuff happens all the time. Yeah. This franchise traded for Jared Allen. They signed or traded for, however it worked out, Brett Favre, mm-hmm. Donovan McNabb, 
They signed Kirk Cousins in free agency, right? You know, they, like there are so many splashes made on a regular basis, and the, the Timberwolves traded for Jimmy Butler, right? The Twins signed Josh Donaldson in free agency the, recently. Like the Wild bought out Suter and Parisi on right. an arbitrary day in July. They yes. signed them to start with. I I will um pull, pull back the curtain a bit here on the Jared Allen trade. I got a call from a source before that trade was made, and the guy told me he said I don't know who. But a bunch of people just went in Rick's office, and the last thing I heard was, if we can get him, get him. And then the door closed. Yes. And and he's like, I don't know. And I was, like, trying to think of quarterbacks at the time, offensive guys. That was that trade. Reckless speculation. But, I mean, that's the type of thing that happens that people don't and, – and it's not your fault, but, like, you dismiss it as, well, they're not going to – cheer it out. They're not going to get – well, actually, yeah – and and if the last words are if you can get him, get him, it's pretty damn intriguing. Yep. All right, boys, we uh, we got to get to random Viking of the week here because it's been uh, it's been two weeks. And random Viking of the week is presented by our friends at the place that has carved weight off Judd's body Look the last this. couple months. Look at this body. Look at this. Made by my friends at Livia Weight Control centers and i am down so i'm gone i've gone from approximately 240 pounds a few months back 208 pounds now uh jeans have gone from a 38 which in full disclosure were very snug to a 36 feeling great and look when it comes to weight loss there's no better feeling than to say i did it take the livia i did it eight week challenge get your first eight weeks for i'll say this slowly because it seems too good to be true free first eight weeks for free Call today, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, or visit Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. It's a great program. And again, if you call now your first eight weeks of dropping pounds, and I'm going to tell you, from my experience in the first eight weeks, I dropped a ton of weight. I probably went from 240 to about 220 or 215. So anyway, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, or visit Livia.com. All right, boys, the random Viking of the week right now, Judd leads all-time 13-6 to six over Declan. I thought I had the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire sounder on here, and I was wrong. So we're going to play NFL music underneath here. The last five random Vikings of the week, Jeff Dugan, Greg Jennings, Matt Castle, Daryl Bevel, and Captain Munnerlin. I give you guys clues. You get three incorrect guesses until you are out, and you can ask me questions I can refuse to answer if I want to, uh, but just shout out guesses as you as you feel inspired. All right. This random Viking of the week hails originally from Fontana, California. This random Viking of the week played college football in the Mountain West. This random Viking of the week graduated college with a bachelor's degree in sociology. Yeah. Actually graduated from a different college than he played football because he didn't complete his degree when he, you know when he, he was in his early twenties. He probably went back some to college later. Uh-huh. Assistant coach too. The uh-huh. uh, crap you've been pulling of late. <laughs> I am a noble, upstanding citizen yeah, of the sure, show. sure you are, Daryl Bevel. This random Viking of the week was a high school All-American and was also named USA Today High School Player of the Year for his state. Boy, high honor. I have no idea so far. I'm not sure if Declan's. That's 
if Declan's starting to catch on. Uh, I will say that he played high school football actually in Utah, not California. Oh, okay. So, uh, it, so not so, quite as prestigious right. if you were the California player of the year. But not even close to being as prestigious. Yeah. Yes, okay. I still have no I have Just no a little drop-off. Okay. It is fair to say that his NFL career didn't quite live up to his high school accolades. Okay. That's a good portion okay. of the National Football League. No, that's, no, no, that's fine. You could also say the same thing about his college career. I don't think his college career lived up to his high school accolades either because he actually wound up going undrafted. This random Viking of the week spent three time with three different NFL teams, but only played regular season games with the Vikings. Boy. The other two teams were AFC teams, bookending his time with the Vikings. I would say uh, Vikings fans didn't hate this player, but they rolled their eyes at him from time to time. So he was not the man. Not particularly, no. This random Viking of the Week had 21 career rushing yards. Any uh, any thoughts? Any guesses? It's not Mount Mountain yeah. West Mountain West Conference twenty one rushing yards. Doesn't sound like he was so so. Uh, did he play a substantial amount of games with the Vikings? Yes. Yes. I mean, he didn't play like a Chris Carter number of games. Well, right, but yeah. I'm saying, but yeah. he twenty one rushing yards sounds like you're trying to throw us off. Oh. Oh. Or maybe, so this was maybe I'm not. So this was either oh, okay. he's listed. He's listed at six feet two hundred fifty four pounds. Two hundred fifty. Two hundred fifty four pounds. All right, I, I'm gonna take a guess here. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've done done this one before. Fahutahi. Ding 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 ding. Judd Zolgad. Wow, look at this guy right Big here. Big guy. Look at this guy. Let me give you the official ding here. There you go. Nice job. My other clues were going to be he's most famous for a, for a mishap. Brad Childress loved this guy, and he likes to be the third wheel, or should I say 12th wheel. Oh, boy. Now, right. Fahu Tahi, 21 career rushing yards. That's kind of low. Doesn't it feel like? Oh, he never like, got the ball, basically. He, well, he, he, got, just he, like, he got swing passes. He averaged. Uh, yeah. He averaged four yards per touch. Declan's mad. Don't bury the lead here. Declan, there's a pissed off guy on the other side of the screen. Not because I could have gotten it. But why then? What's wrong? Fahu Tahi. Like, just, I'm just upset. It's fine. You're right. I'm upset. I feel like Fahu Tahi embodies the the core spirit of Randy. He does. He definitely does. He definitely does. I just. Fahu Tahi. Fahu. Why is Fahu in the huddle? Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> get out of the Crawl back slowly to the sideline. Maybe they won't see you. Jeff Dugan, what are you guys doing here? Huh? Uh, who? I don't know. Huh? What's happening? What's going on? All right, that is uh, that's Purple Daily here. Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Uh, Declan will put together his list of potential cousins replacements mm-hmm. if the Vikings go in that direction for sometime next week. Mm-hmm. But let us know. Hit us up in the YouTube comment section. Do you think Judd's list is insane? 
Would you would you take some of these options and first round picks? Uh, would you just sign Kirk Cousins to a lifetime contract and just be happy for the next five to seven years? Yep. Let us know. All right, that's a wrap. Purple Daily.